afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to book club number 35. And this week, uh, we are going to take a look at Porter Mosier's auto or biography, or not even biography, it's a motivational book, his, his book of experiences called All In. And I want to give a big shout out to my man, Steve Collins up in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, he is the one that actually put this on his Twitter handle. And I'm like, that looks really good. And of course, uh, Porter Mosier has, has a lot of connections to uh, Creighton University and St. Louis University and Loyola of Chicago. And there were a lot of really, really good things in this book. And I just wanted to share some of my notes and observations from this one. I'm going to start off with the very first thing that Mosier talks about, which, ironically enough, uh, is him getting fired at Illinois State. Um, He says, uh, telling my family that I had been fired was one of the worst days of my professional career. But that failure led me into what I called competitive reinvention, which I used my energy, my positivity, and my passion to find a way to succeed. So he starts off right away basically saying, look, I have failed, and... Yet I have found a way to overcome this through positivity, passion, energy, and and making things better for me. He uh, breaks the. There's 12 chapters in the book, uh, energy and passion, and he talks a lot about uh, how you have to have the proper feeling about yourself in order to affect others. Uh, how you think about. How you think is how you feel, how you feel is how you act, and how you act is what defines you, is the quote from the book. And I think that's really important that, again, and I've said this multiple times on all the podcasts, you know, how you present yourself, the energy that you bring into the day is going to uh, show people who you are and what will truly define you. Uh, if you have negative thoughts, if you have a poor me attitude, that's how people are going to perceive you, right? Uh, I think he talks about finding people that want to be part of something bigger than themselves, and that's how you do things in your culture. How do you find people who want to be part of something bigger than themselves? You find people who have enthusiasm and energy, because enthusiasm is contagious, and if you have that enthusiasm, it's going to be contagious throughout your whole program as is negativity and resentment. And he says you have to battle hard against negativity and resentment from taking over your program. The the slogan that uh, Mosier uses for his philosophy is essentially this, no complaining, no excuses, no entitlement. And I think that third one is getting harder and harder for us as high school coaches, the no entitlement, especially during the era of club sports and, and, and people moving into, it used to be 20, 25 years ago when I first got into coaching, um, if you were on an AAU team, if you were on a club team, that meant you were a really, really good player. Now we have AAU teams for any kids at any level, which is fine. Uh, if a kid wants to have the opportunity to get better, I think that's great. However, what happens oftentimes is they equate their club success with where they should be at with their high school team. And that entitlement sometimes uh, plays through and plays into that. Well, my club coach says that, you know, we, we did this and I averaged, you know, 12 points a game for my club team and I'm not even in the rotation for my high school team. Well, your club team that you played for was at the fourth level of your age group. You, know, you were on a low regional team and henceforth, that's why that's the way things are. Okay. Um, 
So I think that's really important, and that's hard to deal with for us as high school coaches. Uh, he refer uh, Mosier references John Gordon quite a bit in the book. Uh, he talks about energy vampires, and you need to call out your energy vampires as soon as you see them. Um, he also talks about his own children and resiliency. He says, I hate to see my children struggle, but I also want them to learn how to be resilient and fight through adversity on their own. I think part of the problems that we run into as high school coaches at times is we have parents who don't like seeing their children struggle and they want to fix the problem for them. And that is something that we need to fight through and, and stick together with as coaches to stay firm with our standards of, you know, you've got to earn this, you've got to earn this, all right? He talks about adversity. And again, we already mentioned his adversity of getting fired at Illinois State. Um, it doesn't define you. Adversity doesn't define you. It's how the, you respond to it, and you need great character in order to respond to it. Uh, he talks about his film sessions. I thought this was an interesting verbiage here. He calls his film sessions get better sessions. And I think that's a really important thing. With our, The more we, we put things on bright spots, as Mike Neighbors would say, and we focus uh, just our simple verbiage on, on certain things. For example, we're, we're starting our, our off-season, now what we used to call the off-season. Now, at, at, in our program, we call it improvement season. We want to put the emphasis on improvement and, and having our kids grow and get better and improve. All right. Um, he talks about a vision statement for your team, for your program. What is your vision statement? Do your players know your vision for your program? Do they know what are the things that are going to uh, perhaps upset you? And we went through that with uh, defining program toughness on last week's Foundation Friday. Um, and you, you, you have to focus on yourself. You have to be humble. You have to have humility. Uh, Mosier talks a lot about humility in the book. I'm going to read this little portion here. When you blame others, you're not practicing humility. Humility means that you hold yourself accountable. If you're constantly blaming others for your failures, you're not accepting responsibility for the things you might have done that contributed to that failure. And when we fail, it is hard to really, the, the hardest thing to look at is the man or the woman in the mirror. And so humility is necessary we constantly have to reevaluate ourselves and take a look at what we could have done differently. You need, sometimes you need failure in order to succeed. And you need to persevere in the face of that, those difficulties, of those failures. You need to be resilient. And he talks about in the book PMA. His mom used to tell him, hey, you need to have a PMA. And that is a positive mental attitude. And when we have a positive mental attitude, it is a lot easier for us to overcome adversity and to have that resiliency necessary to overcome those things. He talks about his relationships with his players. And he says, the only general rule I have for communicating with my players is honesty. Every year at the opening team meetings, I say something, I say the same thing. I can handle anything. If you tell me the truth, we can work it out. And I think that's really important to establish that type of trust and relationship with your players. And you have to follow through with that. That if your players are really, really honest with you and they tell you this, that, or the other thing is the reason why perhaps their behavior or performance is the way that it is, you can't get you can't get upset with them if they're being really honest with you. You've asked for honesty, you've asked for truth, and now you have to react properly by saying, okay, you've done your job, now let's figure it out. He talks about dealing with parents, and uh, I'm going to read this directly, and I think this is something that, that coaches, especially high school coaches, can borrow from. If you have a problem with your son's mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual health, if you are concerned with his academics, you can reach me 24-7. But if you're concerned about playing time, lose my number. And that is 
the exact attitude that we all need to take, especially as high school coaches, is in that regard. Um, he talks about work and life balance. It's a, it's it's your choice. If if you if you get out of out of skew with your work life balance, that's on you because you're the one that can decide what your balance is going to be. And you're not busy. You're efficient, and you need to be efficient with your time. You can't waste time. You've got to be efficient with your time. You've got to make lists. Uh, you've got to you know make uh, you know checkpoints as to where you want to be at during the day. It's all about time management to keep that work life balance in place. All right. He talks about being a person for others, and and most of us as coaches are there as people for other people. We're we're in it for the right reasons. We're in it for our kids. All right. This is a really, really good thing here. He talks about trusting the process, and that's one of the names of the chapters. And he says here, and I'm going to just read this word for it, and I think this is a really, really good thing for us to think about as coaches. What are the standards that will lead us to our goals? What will be the process for achieving those standards? Now, every time I talk about a goal, I come up with 15 standards related to that goal and our process for achieving those standards. So if you say... We want to rebound better next year. Or we want to we want to be more involved in our community. We've got to do community service better next year. Okay, that's the goal. What are the standards? What are the steps that you're going to take? You just don't blankly say that, you know, hey, okay, so let's rebound better. Girls, we need to rebound better. Or guys, we need to rebound better. So let's rebound better. No, how are you going to do that? How are you going to teach it? What are you going to do? Who are you going to look at? Uh, what drills are you going to do differently? What are you going to do differently? How much time are you going to carve out of your program to do more community service? What are you going to look to do? What do you want to specialize in? There's so many things that you can do community service in these days. So you have to to break that down. You just can't make a blanket statement and expect it to happen. What's going to be your process in achieving those things? Uh, he talks a lot, and, and one of Mosier's biggest influence, influences is Rick Majerus, the late, great Rick Majerus. And he talked about how Majerus was going to hold his players to accountable, hold his players accountable to everything that they did, that he would completely take. If he didn't feel like they were getting something in practice, he would totally scrap that practice plan and focus on the thing that they weren't doing correctly. And what he said was, by holding his players accountable, they, were, they developed great habits, and therefore they had much uh, much better performance in competitions and, and game slippage, as Coach Meyer used to call it. Their game slippage was as minimal as minimal can be, all right? Focus on the things you can control and focus on the things that you are good at. Um, he talks about being appreciated and, and gratitude. Why do most marriages fall apart? Because one of the partners feels unappreciated. Why do people leave jobs? Because the employers often feel unappreciated, Um so forth and so on. So you you need to have gratitude. You need to be grateful to the people who are working for you. You need to be grateful to your players. And you need to thank them. As he says, he thanks his players after every game for their effort. And you need to be accountable to that. And you need to show your gratitude for those things. And when you have gratitude up and down your roster or your business or your program, that's when success really happens. Long-term success really happens. And then he talks about decisions, and it's kind of ironic that um, I'm recording this just a couple of days after Mosier takes the Oklahoma John job, uh, succeeding uh, the, the legend Lon Kruger, one of the best coaches in the in the history of the game. He talks about how you need to make decisions that are good for you, and two of the things uh, that he says is you you can't. 
put a price tag on happiness and don't run away from happiness. Um, but he also says, uh, and I'm going to read this directly from the book. I had one coaching friend tell me that it's if it's hard to leave, it's probably the right time to leave because things are going good and people don't want you to go. If it's easy to leave, then you're probably going to be kicked out the door. And, you know, this time period of, of the year, we're dealing with a lot of this, you know, this is our transition time. This is our transaction time and coaches are leaving for new jobs. And if you're considering leaving for a new job or somebody has contacted you about a new job, one of the things that you need to look at is your own happiness. And are you happy where you're at? And have you taken a look at your current situation? And yeah, maybe this job, maybe it's at a bigger class. Maybe it's it's uh, got this type of, you know, the bells and the whistles. But are you going to be happy there? Are the expectations realistic? Is it going to be a place where you're going to feel comfortable and be happy? Because there is no substitute for happiness. And I can tell you that from firsthand experience. So coaches, this has been Porter Mosier's all in. Uh, I would highly recommend. I, I cranked it out literally in about two and a half hours. Got out the highlighter, went to work, um, got it basically done while my car was getting fixed. And uh, it's a really, really good book. It's a short book. It's only about 140 pages, but it's jam-packed with a lot of really, really good information for any coach at any level. So I highly, highly recommend it. Coaches, if you want more good information, we've got our Coaches Clinic, our first annual Pen and the Napkin Coaches Clinic, uh, Saturday, May the 1st at Fort Calhoun High School in Fort Calhoun, Nebraska, just 15 minutes north of downtown Omaha. Come out and check us out here. we got a lot of great speakers lined up for the day. we got a lot of really good things going on, so I encourage you to come out and, and check it out. Check the Twitter handle for details on that. So, coaches, as always, let's pray for peace, let's stay safe, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.